We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Inside the 11 o'clock hour on the fan. KM to AM, a five-hour show. This is the last hour I've got. And we've talked about the Yankees and Anthony Rizzo some. We talked about the Mets and Buck Showalter a little. We were just talking about Daniel Jones and the Giants, Zach Wilson and the Cowboys. Unfortunately, the uh, Zach Wilson and the Jets, unfortunately, the Cowboys came into the conversation. What else we hit on? KD, Kyrie. Didn't really force the Devils into the conversation, but the Devils are in first place. They've won 10 in a row. What else? I don't know. We've jumped all around. And now we are down to uh, talk about the World Cup. I'd like to because, honestly, just in these last couple hours, I've learned a lot about the World Cup and not anything about the history of the World Cup, about this current World Cup that's coming up. I am intrigued now that I know I'm going to be out of the country uh, during these matches and specifically going to be in London when the United States takes on England. That should be something to see. And uh, as I'm Googling and reading and talking to people online and taking in information, there is a lot of sketchy business around Qatar, the host city for this 2022 World Series, how they got there, what they did to get there. And I just think there's no way we'll be able to avoid that story. I think that story is going to be more prevalent in the states and maybe right here on WFAN more so than the games and the players and the groups and who advances. Uh, this is something that I feel like is going to get extremely loud over the next week. And instead of having the conversation about Aaron Judge and Josh Donaldson and Jacob deGrom and Brandon Nimmo, uh, we've got some people on the line that want to talk about FIFA, the World Cup, Qatar, and uh, what's to come. So let's do that. Why not? Let's go to Ivan in Whitestone, first up on the fan. How's it going, Keith? Thanks Good, for man. Thanks call. for calling. Uh, regarding this, it's... Uh, plus, let me just say, uh, I love all the NFL and the MLB talk uh, that you guys are mentioning. And I'll listen to, to you guys talk about the, the Jets, Giants, and everything else. It's pretty it's amazing. Uh the the Qatar the World Cup <clears throat> it's pretty much it's pretty crazy with the the way that it came along and I would love that I believe Manny mentioned it correct Manny was that uh, a caller maybe some a so, caller did mention it and so that's somebody how... tweeted somebody tweeted it to you uh, I believe somebody tweeted it to you that. Uh, about the yeah, so Manny, yeah, Manny, Manny's the, the one yeah. that tweeted me the Netflix documentary uh, yes. called FIFA Uncovered, which I I gotta go to sleep because I gotta get up at eight. But I'm like, man, I would stay <laughs> up and watch this tonight when I go home. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's pretty amazing, but it's also pretty sickening how 
easy these people get into this stuff, and and I and I watched it. But regarding this whole thing, it the World Cup is you know it's it's, it's a world it's a world game, and soccer is the world game. And this is coming from a guy who, who played soccer, played baseball, played every sport that's out there. Uh, obviously not professionally, but uh, and it's an amazing, amazing tournament. And as much as you want to get away from it, including me, and as much as everything sickens me, the, the stuff that happened to these, to how how they got the tournament. Uh, it just makes me, you know, turn, try to turn away, but I I, I can't just because it's you know it's every yeah, four years. It, it, I think it's too like late that. for that, right? It is what it is. And we, we kind of just got to accept it, and we're going to watch the games, but I, I expect this to be a major story. Thanks for the call, Ivan. Here's what I know, or what I've found out, and call me up and correct me if I misspeak or say something wrong because I just started learning about this tonight. Qatar is a place where I just read uh, in the summer the temperature is 100 degrees they were expecting it to be, let's see, uh, temperatures exceed 40 degrees Celsius, 104 Fahrenheit. So that's why, you know, you've, you've, ex- you've experienced the World Cup in the summer in the States in the past. Like, when I go back to thinking about partying, I remember leaving the fan cave in 2014, and there was no baseball game on, so we found the nearest bar to watch the soccer game, and get some drinks before we went and, and watched baseball. There might have been a day game. I remember in uh, 2006 when I graduated from high school, people partying. 2010, my graduating class from college, I remember people partying and it being a summer thing. I remember drinking like Carlsberg beer and some other beer that, you know, people were attaching to the World Cup. So the World Cup has been a summer thing, a summer event. But now it is in November in Qatar, because or Qatar, however, I'm, now I'm messing up the pronunciation. I'm thinking about other things. In Qatar, it is now a better climate to have it there. In 2015, FIFA recommended that Qatar host a shorter World Cup over the cooler months of November and December in a move that was sure to put soccer's world governing body on a collision course with the major European league. So the same way we have... You know, Major League Baseball and the World Baseball Classic and the World Baseball Classic ends before we get too deep into spring training because we have Major League Baseball on the way. You know, I just was talking about Europa League and Bundesliga and the Champions League. You know, those teams or those uh, leagues have to play and not interfere with the World Cup. But as I'm reading more about it, there are some darker issues. There are some deeper conspiracies and controversies around the building of where they're going to play these games, like the location, the fields, the um, the site they had to build up. It didn't exist when they won the build, won the bid. They had to build up the you know location for this, and supposedly some people died on location. I'm trying to find exactly the information on that so I don't misspeak, but supposedly some people died on location building um, these facilities, and uh, I don't know. 
I don't know too much more from that. I will go to the next caller that wants to talk about the World Cup. Edder is in Brooklyn. What's up, Edder? You're on the fan. Hi, Keith. How you doing, man? First time I'm getting, I'm able to talk to you. Thanks for calling in. Uh, let's keep yeah. the conversation going around FIFA and the World Cup. Anything you'd like to add? Yeah. So, um, uh, well, first, first, I'm big Knicks, Jets, Yankee fan, but uh, gotta show respect to uh, soccer or football. You know how it's known around the world. Um, I'm a I'm an NYCFC fan too, and I'm excited for this new stadium. Good. You know, I mean, we have to wait another five years, but uh, it's been like eight years, you know, in the making. We're finally getting a stadium. I can't wait, you know, for it to come. Uh, I know it's going to be awesome, uh, big, great atmosphere. Um, also, the World Cup. Uh, I'm Mexico. Mexico's not really, uh, uh, you know, one of the favorites. But, uh, you know, growing up, uh, obviously, uh, I'm Mexican. But uh, I got Mexico, USA, and then Brazil. Uh, just question. Any besides USA, is there any other team you are rooting for, or do you know anything about any other teams? Um, so I would say I'm obviously rooting for the United States, but I know that there there are the famous players like Cristiano Ronaldo and Neymar and Messi and uh, Mbappe and uh, you know those guys. Like I'm I'm rooting for those guys. I'd like to see the the best players ball out. And uh, maybe even one of the best players win the World Cup. Uh, who else is there that I know? I, th- I mean, those those are pretty much the names that I could think of off the top of my head. Yeah, like the names that are up there, like top. There's another dude with a fro that I can't think of his name. Uh, it's like two syllables. I can't think of it. Eleven, eleven on my watch. Uh, what's this guy's name? Not Salah. It's uh. I can't think of his name. I'm not a soccer guy, but I, I like I said, I worked at Fubo for a year. I learned right. some there, and uh, he plays for a red team. I can't think of his name. He's got a fro. Um, I'll think of it. I'll figure it out. But yeah, so I'm rooting for United States, and I'm rooting for the stars to shine. I'm rooting for the top players to shine. I do remember. Didn't France win it? The last one, France uh, won it, and they they had a few. They had a few stars on that team. Mbappe was one, and they had another. They had another black dude who was darker skin. I can't remember his name. Remember. But yeah, Mbappe, Mbappe was the one that, you know, he 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 actually like um, what's it called, emerged like you know, so, so certain players they make their names in the World Cup. Yeah, he emerged I, himself into a top level player. I forget this player's name, but I'm not I'm not able to 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 get it. Thanks for the call, Edder. We have a couple more World Cup calls. But for the audience listening, I want to get to some of the main issues. I didn't, I didn't, you know, you never know exactly what callers are going to add to the show, what they, uh, what they know or don't know. But here's some things that I found reading about it online. So there are controls on alcohol. The Qatar World Cup is the first to be held in a Muslim country with strict controls on alcohol, presenting challenges for the organizers of an event sponsored by a beer brand and often associated with beer drinking fans. I just told you I was drinking Carlsberg and some other beer that was associated with football, soccer, going to bars. I literally just told my wife. My wife was like, what do you want to do when we're in London? I'm like, oh, I got something I want to do. When there's a USA match or England match, I'd like to go to a pub or a bar and and be in their culture and their vibe and see how they take in uh, their number one sport. 
We just saw Germany host 70,000 folks for an NFL game, and these guys were in the crowd with these big mugs, these, like, tall boys, probably, probably like 16 beers in one mug. They have controls on alcohol in Qatar, so that's interesting. The LGBTQ and women's rights. Homosexuality is illegal in the conservative Muslim country. And some soccer players have raised concerns for fans traveling for the event, especially lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender individuals and women whose rights groups say Qatari laws discriminate against them. So you have the world all descending on one place, and this could be a place where it isn't safe. Now, everywhere isn't safe, but they're calling out that there is a specific uh, group or groups that should be worried uh, as they are attending this event. Let's see. He added that the country expects more than 1 million visitors for the World Cup, and anyone coming to Qatar for the tournament should accept our rules. Okay, this is why I'm saying this is going to be a bigger story than just, oh, the United States advanced, Ecuador beat Qatar in the first game. Like, there's some other things that are going to emerge, and if you're not in tune like I wasn't in tune there's a bunch here that you may want to read. Qatar has faced immense criticism for human rights groups over its treatment of migrant workers who, with other foreigners, comprise the bulk of the country's population. The government of Qatar said its labor system was still a work in progress, but denied allegations in the report that thousands of migrant workers in the 2022 World Cup host nation were being trapped and exploited. I expect to see more from there. Amnesty, Amnesty and other rights groups have led calls for FIFA to compensate migrant workers in Qatar for human rights abuses abuses by setting aside $440 million matching the World Cup prize money. So there are some storylines here, folks. Like I'm uncovering all this stuff as I'm just reading on Google. It's not hard to find. As soon as you type in Qatar World Cup, the main stories that are being written by United States. This is one story I'm, I'm reading is from Reuters. Like people are going to choose to cover these things, uh, these things. So there's more coming. Let's go to May Run in Southampton on the fan. You got it. Keith. Hello. How are you, Keith? I'm good. Hosting, trying to uh, do anything but have the same conversations over and over again. Keith. First time caller, I never thought anybody could fill uh, summer shoes, but you did more than expectations. No, I didn't. And Steve is the man. I'm just happy to get an opportunity to host every night and connect with people like yourself. Thank yes, you, though. You did. Don't be modest. You, uh, you, you made it. You summers is like uh, nobody to you right now. No, anyway, I don't say that. huge soccer fan. I just wanted to tell you a couple. Couple of quick notes. This is the 22nd World Cup, okay? Qatar has been known, and, and the correct pronunciation is Qatar, unlike what uh, uh, Matt Qu- Qatar? Qatar? Qatar. No, Qatar. Qatar. We, we all got it now, Qatar. <laughs> yes. And um, it, it is a fact that the previous regime in the FIFA got personal bribes from Qatar's government. And they sold the the World Cup to Qatar right. in 2022. Um, for the past 21st, yeah, this is the 22nd World Cup. Past 21st, 
has been in the summer, okay, because it's, it starts in June and July, and, and that's it. But because of the temperature and the climate in Qatar, they decided to do it in the wintertime. Many leagues, including Premier League and Bundesliga, decided that this is no good. You know, you're getting money from the Qatar's government, and you're messing up our leagues. And they tried to sue FIFA, but because this is the world's biggest sports event, they decided to give up and go on with it. Now, one thing, I came from Iran many years ago. I'm an American now, and I'm rooting for America. My team is Germany, okay, and I'm rooting for Germany. I'm uh, hoping that the U.S. would at least make it to the second round. They have a chance of 1 to 150 to make the final. And I'm definitely, if I can, I'm in Connecticut, working in Southampton, living in Connecticut. I would like to put money on him. But if you can put some money on him, you can probably, you know, if you put $100 on the U.S., you can win 150000 Okay? One, one other thing, one last comment, Keith, and I love you because, again, Nobody could fill up, uh, you know, uh, Steve Summer's shoes, and you did so much. And I love listening to you. And when it's uh, baseball season, you know, Susan and uh, John Sterling is put some money on Germany, Belgium, Brazil, and England. These are one of the four teams that are going to win the World Cup. Not the United <laughs> States, so don't put any money on you. On you. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for the U.S. on Black Friday to, uh, you know, make it at least to the second round. But um, I don't think it's going to happen, though. Let's just be real. All right? All right. Marin, thank you for the call and the compliments and the information. And uh, he added something that I was looking for, right? So, uh, and Marco said this, but I didn't exactly know how to take his words and put them into my own words. But, you know, Marco said to me during the break, he's like, why do you think they're having it? in a place that's that hot and they're having it, or why do you think they're having it not in June? Because the place gets too hot in June. Like he, Marco was saying, they shouldn't have been on the table, right? They, it shouldn't have been, uh, they, they shouldn't have been a place that could win if it's too hot to host there in June and July. So there's a conspiracy, right? And corruption allegations, I'm reading, the organizers of the 2022 World Cup have strongly denied allegations from the U.S. Department of Justice that bribes were paid to secure votes when the hosting rights for the tournament were awarded 12 years ago. Suspicion and rumors have long surrounded both the 2010 vote by FIFA's executives to hand the 2018 World Cup to Russia and the 2022 tournament, tournament to Qatar. And prosecutors set direct formal allegations regarding both tournaments down in an indictment in 2020. So this is not something new. It may be new for people listening. It's new for me. But people have known about this conspiracy and this controversy and this corruption for a while. Let's take another break. If you're on hold, stay on hold. We've got a bunch of people that want to weigh in on the World Cup. Keith McPherson on the fan. This is my last 40 minutes or so. Uh, we'll take you to 12 o'clock. And then Salicata's next. I'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta hurry up and get to these calls because my show will be over real soon. There's so much to learn about the World Cup. I don't know enough, but I'm about to read. Okay, so here's the teams. Let's start there. There are groups, right? Group A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and H. Four teams per group. Group A is Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, Netherlands. Group B, this is our group, Americans. United States, England. Iran, Wales, I bet you I get to like a country I can't pronounce. Here we go. Group C, Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, Poland. I took the walk to Poland. (laughs) Group D is France, Australia, Denmark, Tunisia. Group E is Spain, Costa Rica, Germany, Japan. Group F is Belgium, Canada, Morocco, Croatia. Group G is Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland and Cameroon. And Group H is Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, Korea Republic. Do I know who's good? If I had to guess, uh, I'm going to guess that France is good because they won the last one. I'm going to guess that Germany is good because they're always good. I'm going to guess that Brazil is good because they're always good. And England, too. And, yeah, that's what I got, man. Let's go back to the phones. We've got... All calls lining up. There are a couple mixed in that aren't World Cup, but I was just talking to Zoo again. This is New York, baby. It's the most diverse place. There are people from all over the world right around me. I am in Tribeca. I am in Manhattan. I'm downtown. And I'm sure I could walk out of these doors. And if I had a sign that says, uh, where are you from? Let me know if it's not here. There would be somebody to walk up to me in less than... uh, 30 seconds to say, hey, I'm from here. Our last caller was from Iran. Maybe you're listening and you're not American or, you know, the last caller said he was from somewhere else and became American. The World Cup is a world sporting event. It's huge. I know Americans sometimes have a slight American arrogance when it comes to soccer. We don't even call it football. We came up with our own name for it. We call it soccer. But uh, I know it's a big deal. And every year I do pay attention. I'm not a soccer fan. But I'm definitely going to read up and get my knowledge up. And you guys are helping me with that tonight. So let's go back to the phones and hear what you guys got to say. Matt is in Queens. You got it, Matt. You're up. Hey, what's up, Keith? Um, just want to say huge fan, first-time caller, uh, big Yankee fan here, a Knicks fan, and um, Giants fan, but huge, huge soccer fan. And just want to just uh, let you know some quick, some quick facts about the World Cup. Um uh, the first one is that Qatar did something that most other host countries didn't do. They created stadiums that later on would um, would be able to be brought down in capacity so they could have a longer um, shelf life. Because a lot of stadiums uh. in, in past World Cups have been abandoned 
has yeah. been. They build them to fit you know, 100,000 people, and then they can never put 100,000 people back in them. Exactly. For example, the, for, in Brazil, they, they built a stadium in, in the middle of the rainforest. You know, if you look at pictures of how it is right now, you know, the rainforest is just taking it over. Yeah, the, the rainforest has outgrown the uh, stadium. It's probably pouring into the stadium, and there's no way they can get that amount of people there. Like, this is a world game. It, it attracts the whole world. What else you got? Exactly. And also, um, you know, so I think uh, FIFA did, did find out, you know, they did realize that they did kind of mess up in, in picking Qatar. Because I remember when Qatar was chosen as the host country, I remember everyone was just surprised. You know, everybody was just shocked. It was, you know, everybody was expecting it to be the United States or England. But everybody was just in an utter shock that Qatar won. You know, and there was Conspiracy, rumors. controversy, uh, corruption. Something was fishy, yeah. and they knew that, and they still went ahead with it. Yeah, so, you know, I definitely think, you know, after this, FIFA would definitely try to try to keep a clean record. Um so let, let's see how this World Cup is, because I know there's going to be a lot of people boycotting and not watching it. Uh, but, you know, the last thing before I let you go is um, if I want to just give everybody listening and, you know, yourself included, a reason to watch the World Cup is uh, this might be Lionel Messi's last World Cup. So, you know, if you want to watch not just the... Uh, Argentina, you know, that's another team that I know uh-huh. is going to be good because they have him. Yeah, and, you know, and if, uh, you know, not just uh, a great soccer legend, the best soccer player in history ever, debatable, was Ronaldo. But, you know, it might be his last World Cup. So if you want to see just a, a great sports legend, you know, there'll be history written books about him and everything. Um, it'll be your last chance to probably catch him at a World Cup. Number 10, Ballon d'Or winner. I know a little bit. Uh, here's a question for you, and this might sound like a stupid question, but I don't mind asking questions and sounding stupid. Qatar is in Group A, and they're in it. Do they automatically get that bid because they're the host city, or are they good? Like, did they win their way into that spot? Yep, exactly. Uh, that's a good question. So, no, uh, the host country always automatically qualifies. Right. And and also another quick uh, quick fact about host countries, uh, they always tend to do a little better when they when they host it. Sure, they're on their home turf. They're they're sleeping uh, in their own beds. They don't have to travel. They're, you know, they've been getting ready for this for years. This is everything for a place like that. Thanks for the call, Matt. Let's keep the line moving. Anthony is in Clifton, New Jersey. Anthony, you're next up on the fan. Hey, Keith. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I just want to say you do a fantastic job. I'm a diehard Brooklyn Nets fan here. Happy to not talk about my basketball team. Yeah, bro, it's it's exhausting uh, and disappointing. (laughs) It's horrible. Uh, But it's actually really refreshing to be talking about the World Cup. And I actually called in because I do have some information as far as, you know, the labor laws and all that good stuff. But first things first, um, you know, I did hear something to the effect of Qatar actually paying FIFA over $6 billion just to host it. $6 so, billion? Dollars? Correct. So, what do they expect um, to gross? Do you, I mean, I know I'm probably getting in too deep into but how much do, do you make from, from hosting the World Cup if you're going to pay $6 billion for it? I'm not quite sure, but it's almost like a similar thing to, I don't know if you know this whole thing that WWE has like a connection with Saudi Arabia. Like, they're doing all these, like, pay-per-view events out there. 
Uh, so there's clearly, you know, you know, corruption at its finest. I mean, it is FIFA, for God's sake. Um, but with that being said, um, in regards to the labor laws, they have, you know, obviously when they won the bid back in 2010, um, you know, they had, you know, mind you, Qatar is a very modern, very modern uh, uh, architectural city. So, you know, they had a lot of people that they actually had to bring into the country to kind of go ahead and build these facilities to kind of host the event. Um, I can't remember. I think it was on ESPN 30 where I saw something where, you know, there were families that were only getting paid like $275 a month, uh, which I, you and I both know is definitely not even like anywhere near close to a living A page. month? Uh, a month. So, you know, you know, FIFA is This whole thing, they're, they're going to do a 30 for 30 on this. There's already a Netflix doc about it, but the more I'm finding out, I'm like, this whole thing seems wrong. And it just seems, and it's just like the epitome of FIFA. I mean, it's well documented that FIFA is just, you know, one of the most corrupt, you know, organizations in all of sports, if not the absolute most corrupt. Uh, but you know, if I just uh, you, you chimed in on a lot of the uh, things I had wanted to mention uh, before you went to break. But I did want to mention I did know it was something like six billion dollars just to host the event alone. Uh, but yeah, it's just. The Yankees are worth six billion. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's absolutely wild, Um, and you know it's it's going to be a very, very hostile environment. I mean, if you know you and I could agree on one thing, you know, sports fanatics are fueled by just being able to have a beer. (laughs) Uh, It's part of it. It goes it goes hand in hand. Yeah. Uh, no question. And everyone knows that Qatar is, is a dry community or a dry country. So just the whole thing is, is, is just, it, it, I mean, obviously FIFA is going to say it's a win on their end, but, you know, the fans are the ones that are really going to miss out. And I, I'm Spaniard, so I'm rooting for Spain. They're in the same group as Germany, but, you know, they're probably going to go, you know, to the second round and hopefully further. But, um it's just crazy that FIFA just went ahead and, and booked this just really out of their own greed. Let's just hope everything works out fine. Thanks for the call, Anthony. Uh, the more I'm reading and the more I'm hearing from you guys and Googling, I'm like, who allowed this? But, I mean, such is life. There's so many things that go on where we're like, who let this go down? Who signed off on this? Who said that this would be okay? Nobody stopped it. Money talks. Money is power and the root of all evil. So uh, let's just hope that it is a good turnout and it is safe and that everybody uh, accepts their rules in Qatar and nobody comes in from any other country with their own rules or their own thoughts of what the country should be like hosting the World Cup. Jay is in Oyster Bay next up on the fan. You got it, Jay. All right, so let's just break this down real quick, and I'll, I'll try and help you out. No surprising with all these um, governing bodies that there's always going to be a degree of, of corruption. Uh, when you're talking about Qatar and the fourth wealthiest country, mm-hmm. uh, it, it shouldn't surprise it shouldn't surprise anybody. To, yeah, to six start billion off. is not. I didn't realize they were the fourth wealth, wealthiest country. Yeah. Six billion ain't that much for and, them. So, so then we'll, we'll go. We'll work in reverse for a second. In one of the smallest, so they're actually bringing in outside police forces from all around other neighboring countries to 
to keep this thing together so they don't have a large enough police force to to monitor what's going on. Yeah, so, so that's, they're tapping another... in with Kuwait and Saudi Arabia, yeah. United... Correct. Yeah, wow. United so Arab Emirates. One, one, one little thing to, to correct. So there is a syntax that's over there on alcohol. So you can be looking at... You can buy a beer from over there. It's going to cost you roughly around 150 bucks for a beer um, <laughs> while you're there. It seems it's outlandish. The, yeah. <laughs> Well, so so then we'll, we'll we'll end on the kicker for right now, and then we'll talk about soccer for a brief moment. Um, so it's Sharia law, right? That that they practice over there. Mm-hmm. So there's no there's no women's rights. Um, there's a lot of different um, male over female um, rule, and with very little rights that that women have in the country. So it's. It's kind of upside down, and it definitely is empowering the, the richest. Um, a great place to be if you're a billionaire. Um, not so great otherwise. That said, um, look out for Group B and Group D to really roll the table quite quickly. U.S., it's it's a miracle that we even got in. So, you know, it, you, you just enjoy it. And I think with all of these, you know, huge events, you just watch it on its face and try not to get too bogged down into all of the nonsense because we could look at so many of the different Olympics and where they've been held and who's been, you know, the, the host cities and who sure. uh, should and should. Yeah. So, I mean, in China, most recently, yep, China. So the list can go on, the list can go on and on. So if you um, are not a soccer fan, um, it's definitely worth tuning in. If you want to take a nap during it, it's fine. It's still fun. Um, and there's a lot of passionate people behind it. So uh, the best thing to do is to just try and go out and get into one of the, the different soccer bars that are out and about, whether you're in Manhattan or out on Long Island or anywhere else, and uh, to just sort of take it in because it is it is a lot of fun. So I just hopefully give you some some background and a little bit more on the sport. Awesome. Thank you for the call, Jay, and thank you for the info. Uh, I am intrigued now. <laughs> I am, I'm probably not going to go to sleep. I did just take a melatonin. I got to be up at 8. <laughs> Keith McPherson on the fan. I think this is my last break or close to my last break. Let's break it down, and I'll be right back. No time to waste. Keith McPherson on the fan wrapping up another 5-hour KM to AM. I appreciate you guys so much online, on the phones, like, Five hours flies by because of the listeners that WFAN has and how many people weigh in, how many people are locked in on every different sports topic. I opened up the show tonight and I said, this is like my sports desk. We've got a bunch of different things for this sports night. And it's a Wednesday. It's midweek. And we're almost into Thursday. Um, we talked about a lot of different things. I thought we were going to step into the XFL a little bit more. We didn't really do that. I'm glad to have the World Cup conversation we did that uh we talked Jets Giants and I'm on Twitter always and I just saw 30 minutes ago Ken Rosenthal put out an article MLB investigating whether the Mets and Yankees communicated improperly on Aaron Judge now I don't have a login to the athletic but maybe you do I just I don't know I don't care to pay them the one or two dollars I think my boy Joe Pass me his login. I'll get it from him. But 
Uh, here's what the beginning says. Major League Baseball is investigating whether comments attributed to Mets sources about the team's reluct- reluctance to pursue free agent Aaron Judge constitute a violation of baseball's collective bargaining agreement. An article published on the Mets Television Network's website on November 3rd said that the Mets would not bid against the Yankees for Judge. Details in the story caught the attention of the Players Association, which asked the commissioner's office to investigate whether improper communication occurred between the respective owners of the clubs, according to sources briefed on the situation. I mean, we've talked about that here on WFAN. I think everybody here at WFAN has kind of moved on from the Mets bidding on Judge. I, I think I heard Evan say that, like, oh, I'm over that. I'm not even making that joke anymore. Uh, he was saying that he was, was kind of digging at C-Mac over it, but he understands that, I guess, Hal Steinbrenner and Steve Cohen either have a handshake agreement or maybe they spoke on it where they said, hey, we're not going to run the price up on Aaron Judge. We're not going to bid on your guy. You're not going to bid on our guy, right? Edwin Diaz or Jacob deGrom, then we're not going to do that to you. And uh, I don't know. I've said this about Judge and the Players Association that Judge having the year that he had betting on himself and becoming a free agent, he has to test free agency and fully test it. Not just for himself, but for players that will come after him. He has to test the market completely, and he's going to do that. And uh, look at what they're already trying to do. You know, neighbors can't even agree to be good neighbors. Keith McPherson on the fan. I got uh, four minutes, three minutes to take the rest of these calls. Let's go to Greg in Manhattan, continuing to speak on FIFA and the World Cup. Thanks for taking my call, Keith. Appreciate it. No problem. So all you need, all you need to know about FIFA is that the former president, Sepp Blatter, and his second cohort, a, a legendary French soccer player named Michel Plantini, who is the head of UEFA, the European Football Association, were both fired after Qatar got um, the Yeah, Zoo was telling me. He's like, these they, people are all out. Like, the people that made these decisions are out of the game. Not only that, they were both indicted by the governing body of, of uh, sport in Europe. This is amazing. This is, uh, th- I mean, not in a good way, but this is a movie. They have to, uh, someone just tweeted at me that, you know, uh, I think Gumble. Uh, let's see, J-Dub said, Real Sports with Brian Gumbel had an episode. I'm like, I got to look that up. So, like, I don't know. This is something I didn't know about, but it's very intriguing. There's a lot of layers to this. Oh, absolutely. And if you have the time, I don't know if you're a reader at all, there's a great book called How Soccer Explains the World, and it just goes country. It goes by Europe and by South America, and the different styles that they play and are based on, like, the culture and yeah. sort. It's worth checking out if you have the time. Yep, nine ninety nine on Amazon. Uh, I'll be on a flight, and the holidays are coming up. Might have to check that out. Something I don't know about, and uh, I am a reader. So, yeah, thanks for the call, Greg. Moving right along here, let's go to Zero out in Brooklyn. Zero, what's up? Hey, what's up, uh, Keith? I'm a first-time caller. How you doing? I'm good. Thanks for calling, man. You probably got a minute and a half before they play that back music. Yeah, uh, so I just be real quick. Welcome to the world of the World Cup, man. It's a <laughs> great place to watch everything, man. But uh, I just want to give a uh, shout-out to uh, any of the Italians who are miserable watching this World Cup, how we, uh, you know, 
we did not qualify, sadly. So uh, that's one of the sad things. So who's, about a, who's the team that that Italians are rooting for? Um, Italy. <laughs> well, no. Now that Italy's not in it, oh, I'm trying to figure Italy. it out on my own. Um, I'm like, who else would they be pulling for? I guess I guess probably uh, the U.S. I, I preferably always like Germany also because uh, the Italians always kick their butts in the past. But uh, Spain, yeah, they won't I, root for Spain as a as a close country. Uh, France, nah, France as a I, neighbor. <laughs> nah, nah, like nah that. That, those that, are rivals. Yeah, they, they, yeah, it don't work like that. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is interesting, man. I'm I'm looking forward to it now. This has got me excited about it, and uh, thanks for the call. We don't have that much time. Let's go to Dwight in Asbury Park from the hometown. Take us home. Uh yeah. Let's talk about the Jets. Hey. They can't afford to play scared this 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 Sunday. Facts, big facts. They gotta go for it. Run the ball, play defense, heat up Mac Jones, and uh, hopefully Zach Wilson does his thing too. Hey, I'm going for Donald in the cup. I don't know what Dwight just said, but thanks for the call, Dwight. Thanks for all the calls and all the tweets and everybody that rocked with me for five hours. Coming up next, Salicata. On the fan, call him up and uh, change the conversation. The Knicks are playing, but they're down 88 to 80. We haven't even talked about this game that's been on for two hours, five-hour show. It's been a blast. You can follow me at Keith McPherson wherever you follow people. And I'll be back tomorrow with Kim Jones at 630. And tomorrow, I think we're going to extend that giant show. that we, we never get in all the topics we want to talk about, so... I'll be right back tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Fan. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. The Fan.